So, we have been talking, we have been learning about getting fit spiritually and physically, mainly spiritually, a little bit physically. And I want to give a big shout out to our Koth Facebook group that's been showing up every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday to walk and run and do whatever. Uh, we have had just the greatest group, usually between, I don't know, five or six, all the way up to ten or more. Um, it's just been awesome. It's getting a little bit tougher with it being getting a little bit cold, but we can still walk inside of Hooper Eblen. It's heated, very nice to be able to still exercise, but you guys have been awesome. I've, we've had a good group every single time. Uh, it's, it's, been a, it's been awesome. It's been a real blessing to me to see, um, to see you guys get out there with us. And if you go to Church on the Hill Facebook page, you can find that group and join it um, and come join us if you want or just watch who's going and see the pictures of who's going and getting and exercising. And there's kids and there's adults um, of all ages. So, and all different uh, levels. Some just walk, some walk and run, some run. And it's, it's been good. All right. So, getting fit. Koth. Again, if you're kind of new to the church, Koth stands for Church on the Hill. Uh, it has kind of taken root. Uh, church on the Hill. And I want to give you a little bit of a shout out of an upcoming change we're making here at Church on the Hill. Starting in January, we're going to go to two services again. We're going to be starting an early service. Amen. Amen. We are so excited. Uh, we're having so much parking. I, I did, didn't hear it and may not want to hear it, but parking issues, children's church issues. We had 70 people in the balcony Sunday morning. And, uh, you know, we're just, we're just back there. And um, praise God. So I encourage you, um, if you're not an usher and you, need to, you want to be an usher, we need ushers. We need greeters. We need children's workers. We need help. And uh, that's what this whole thing the last couple months has been about us getting connected and getting, uh, ha- getting fit into the body. And uh, let me tell you, you guys are serving like crazy. Y'all are awesome. And we're growing. And we're building. And uh, God, is, God is moving. Um, so, and I'm, I'm expecting so, so much more. Uh, God can do so, so much more than we could even think or ask. So, getting healthy, getting spiritually fit. Um, I'm going to kind of repeat myself just for a moment. I believe the key is movement, faith. Faith without works is dead. Um, and you cannot please God without faith. And faith is an expression. Faith is a move. Faith that you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. Very important that we get to moving. If you stay where you are, you're going to wake up and still be there. You got to get up and walk. If you had stayed in your bed today, you would still be in your bed. The prodigal, if you know the story of the prodigal, and if you keep hearing me talking about the prodigal and you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. It is so easy to find information on the internet now. Very easy. The prodigal son. But the prodigal took off, left home, took his inheritance, squandered it all away, got into terrible shape, found himself in a pig pen, eating the food of the pigs, and thought, I can do better than this. It says that he came to himself. He came to himself. How many of y'all have ever experienced a coming to yourself time? Yeah. Now, you can come to yourself and just stay there. Or you can come to yourself and go home. 
and move. Get up out of the pig pen and walk out of it. I want you to know if you have received Christ as your Lord and Savior, he has given you the the ability and the power to walk out of the pig pen that you're in. But you got to walk out of it. You got to get up and walk. It is so easy to become lazy and to slip. It's so easy to sleep in one day. And uh, it's so easy spiritually to let your guard down and maybe make some choices that we all know to not be good choices. Maybe they're real big, huge choices that you know are terrible, or they're little white lie choices that you just know you are, you are stepping out of what God is calling you to do. And it's easy to slip. It's easy to eat that Reese's peanut butter cup. I say that because we have them by our door because we weren't at home when trick-or-treaters came by, so we still have all the candy. So it's convenient to walk down the stairs and just grab one and eat it before anybody sees and before you can, nobody knows and I can throw it away and hey, that was good and nobody knows what I ate. Well, I know what I ate. My body knows what I ate. It's funny, I find wrappers laying everywhere and I don't understand why my children can't throw the wrappers away. There's the trail. It's like I could find them. Here's a, here's a wrapper, here's a wrapper. Oh, there you are. But it's so easy to slip. And listen, having a pe- peanut butter cup's not the end of the world. It's not sin. Sometimes I eat them. I, sometimes I've earned it. Sometimes I haven't earned it. Not a big deal, but get back up and get back to walking. Get back to working. Get back to doing what you're supposed to be doing. If you fall down spiritually, get up. Don't mull around in it and stay in a hole and allow yourselves to go further down. You know, the funny thing is about the prodigal is I don't believe he had to go to the pig pen. I believe he could have decided anywhere during that spiral to stop and go home. You know, I've heard someone say the bottom is where you stop. You think you're at the bottom. Let me tell you, you can go further. Or you can make a turn. We're going to hear Sunday morning about how God loves for you to turn. It's really his only requirement that you choose him and you turn. This is a spiritual battle. But when we move according to God's word, he will defeat these negative words that are being spoken against you. These demonic activities, these enemies that are in our way. Not only will he begin to defeat the enemy, but he will make our path straight. He will create, he will put us into a safe environment, a clear path of escape. It's time to move in the deliverance that the Lord has given us. If the doors to the jail are open, why don't you walk out of them? Walk out of it. Someone's given you an opportunity, you might as well take it. Zach and I had a conversation just tonight dealing with worship, and I'm like, man, somebody's giving you an opportunity. Take it. Quit fussing about it. Quit worrying about what everybody's thinking. Take it. Someone's trying to bless you right here. Just take it and be quiet. And I'm not being mean to him. I'm just like, just get over it and take it. If someone's trying to bless you, say thank you. I'll take that. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13. Remember from last week, That God has equipped you with everything that you need to have a successful 
life. You remember? I know some of you are here. So, listen. So, prepare your minds for action and exercise self-control. Put all of your hope in the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed to the world. Prepare your mind. What does that mean? What does prepare mean? It means to make something ready. I don't, uh, it means to prepare. <laughs> to make something ready for use. Created in advance. Pre-planned. Make something ready or able to do or deal with something. Preparing means you have to work before you face the problem. There's work to do before you get to the challenge. Prepare your mind for action. When you get up in the morning, prepare yourself to act. You are going to have spiritual and physical battles that you need to act upon. It's easy to just run from responsibility. Do you know with, uh, I'm going to hopefully not get these two wrong. Um, I'm not going to, I'm going to mess it up, so I'm just not even going to talk about it. Um, God likes for you to prepare. Let me ask you something. When you take a test, do you study beforehand? That's preparing. You study before taking a test. What about a life test? Let's just say, what about marriage? Anybody study about successful marriage, about a godly marriage? Or are you just going to wait until something happens and then hope that, that comes out of you? We're not going to prepare, but when something bad happens, I'm just hoping that I act right. Yeah, good luck with that. That's how almost every marriage operates. Just go through life until hell hits and then make it worse. Instead of preparing your mind for action. Preparing your mind for action in your marriage. Challenge is going to happen. Newly married people, you'll have challenges in your marriage. I'm not confessing something that doom is coming. I'm just saying challenges will come. You will disagree on something at some point. How to squeeze the toothpaste bottle. So now Elizabeth and I just have our own toothpaste bottles. <laughs> I've never thought of that until just this second. I don't deal with that because she has her own and I have mine. Hers is not the way I do it, and there's mine. Just beautiful and perfect. <laughs> what about the way the toilet paper roll rolls forward or backwards? I'll tell you, marriages get in fights over dumber things than that. You know, for me, I liked it to roll a certain way and Elizabeth didn't care. So I'm like, well, then just do it the way I want it. If you don't care, then just do it my way. 
The problem is she doesn't care and she's not thinking about it, so it gets put on backwards. I'm like, we talked about this. <laughs> and she's like, I don't think about it. I'm like, well, think about it. Will you get over it? And here we go. We're on the crazy cycle. Y'all have issues? <laughs> Welcome to Earth. We have marriage issues. Prepare your mind. Prepare in advance. Have you ever gone into a test where you had not studied? How did you feel? How'd you do? How about, have you ever gone into a test where you were completely prepared or you, you had really prepared hard? For many of us, we still go into tests thinking I still haven't prepared enough, even when you have. You've just got this anxiety that it's just nothing is enough. Well, have you ever prepared and you go in and you just blow it away? There's a difference in preparing and not preparing. Prepare your mind for action. And when you act, what does it say? Exercise. Everybody loves that word, exercise. And then it gets worse. Exercise self-control. Hmm. Now we're, now we're talking. You can have self-control. Those of you that have a tendency of losing it, you can have self-control. It is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Galatians chapter uh, 5 verse 22 and 23 says the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control I'm only picking out one of them tonight but something I want you to really notice is the Holy Spirit produces this fruit in you this is produced in you When we start to walk according to God's word, we start storing up love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control so that when that moment happens, we are equipped to release that. It says the Holy Spirit produces this in your life, in our lives. So I've got to believe that when I want to react in my flesh... I can overcome that because the Holy Spirit is producing self-control in me. And if I will slow down enough and not let my tongue and my flesh react first, I'm going to react appropriately. I'm going to react, let me take it even farther, righteously. Not because, it's, not because in the natural man, in my natural man I can, I can't. In my natural man I want to scream my way. Give me what I want. I'm in, in the natural selfish. But in the supernatural, I have stored up in me the ability and the power, and I have the power of God in me to overcome that flesh and to win out of my mouth. Not only that, in the midst of hell hitting, I can have joy because he is storing it up in me for me to use. If I go to the store and buy produce and come and put that in my kitchen and put it in, in the appropriate area, 
that's great, but it does me no good until I use it. I've got all this stuff, but I have to use it. So prepare your mind for action and exercise self-control. My wife says something about the toilet paper. Now I need to immediately think, okay, I prepared for this. Okay, what did I prepare? Okay, prepare my mind for action. Okay, already I've positioned myself to answer correctly. Now, I can still choose to answer incorrectly. Sometimes we just want a zinger just to throw a zinger. I'm just not going to feel right unless I just do this. Well, let me tell you, you won't feel right. It'll feel right for a moment, and then the other side will speak. They do that. So, we've got an issue here. If I will, I've, if, number one, before I get home, if I will prepare my mind for action. I don't mean prepare for a fight. Prepare my mind for an encounter. Listen to what she's saying. And don't overreact. Don't let my first reaction come out of my mouth. And exercise self-control. I get up in the morning thinking about how I'm going to exercise physically. I need to get up in the morning and think about how I'm going to exercise spiritually. I pray every morning asking the Lord to do all this in me. The funny thing is he does it, but I need to act on it. He stored up my storehouses. He stored up my kitchen with these things, my refrigerator in my spirit, in my body. I've got these things stored up, and the Lord is just expecting me to go to the, kit, go to the cupboard and access the provision of the Lord. What provision has he given me? He's given me peace. How many here tonight is experiencing, has the potential of experiencing the opposite of peace? Now, I can stand up here and put on a, put on a show and my life be falling apart. No different than you. You can go to work, act like everything's fine, but your life is falling apart. I want you to know that in the midst of the storm coming, the Lord is storing up peace in you as long as you are walking with him. If you are following him, a follower of Christ, a follower doesn't just sit on the couch and wait for the Lord to show up and just, boom, fix everything. No, a follower of Christ follows him. Are you a Christian? A Christian is a follower of Christ. It's not, you don't just get to use that word and then all, everything goes well. We have to follow Christ, and as we are following Christ, he stores up this power. Let me tell you, peace, love, joy is power. It overcomes a lot of dark clouds. And he's equipped you. You're battling depression? You need to prepare your mind and exercise some of the fruit of the Spirit in your life. We need to get down on our faces, get down on our knees and pray and pray and pray and then get up and walk out of the hole that you're in. I don't want to play lightly with depression. Depression is very serious. You need, you need help. And it's real. But the Lord equips you to overcome depression. Depression. 
Prepare your minds for action and exercise self-control. God prepares for you. Did you know that? As he's telling us to prepare, God prepares for us. It says in Psalm 23, you prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You know what that says to me? That says that my circumstances are not affected by what God prepares for me. Did y'all follow that? The challenges that you are facing right now does not affect God's ability to produce in you what you need to succeed in that circumstance. The problem is we succumb to the circumstance, we go and hide, and the circumstance gets worse. You remember David and Goliath? Remember all the the Philistines are out there laughing and Goliath is out there making all these accusations and the children of Israel are hiding. I want you to know the power of God came in David to go win over that giant. The guy was twice his size, weighed probably five times his weight. There was no natural way that David could win that fight. None. No way. But David prepared his mind for action. So the moment he heard that giant talking against the, the, uh, his God, he said, something's not right here. Why are y'all hiding? Why are y'all allowing this big doofus to say what he's saying? Don't y'all know who God is? Oh, David, go back home. You're just here to see, to see the show. No, I'm not. I'm here to save this nation. I'm going to save this nation. And God's going to do it in me. That big giant is no different than the demon of depression in your life. And the Lord will equip you to smack that thing right in the head and chop its head off. What are you facing? God is bigger. God's bigger. The circumstances surrounding you doesn't affect God's preparedness for you. And vice versa, your preparedness for God shouldn't be affected by your circumstances. John chapter 14, look how the Lord prepares for us. I love this. There's more than enough room in my father's house. If it were not so, I wouldn't have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you. When everything is ready, I will come for you so that you will always be with me where I am. Did you know the Lord is preparing a room for you? He's he's preparing now. When you follow Christ, when you prepare in Christ, Christ produces in you love, joy, peace, and righteousness in the Holy Spirit. Oh, 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 yeah. We sing these things so that when things hit you, you'll remember it by song. I got joy, love, joy, peace, and righteousness in the Holy Spirit. Whoa, oh, yeah. Joy just comes in my heart, just singing that. He gives me kindness. Any of you struggle with kindness? Lean on the Lord. He's got it stored up in you. Wait a minute, you don't know me. God does. God does. Faithfulness, gentleness. But, unfortunately, he stores us up with this by the Holy Spirit, but he doesn't 
do it for you. David didn't go out there and say, okay, God, zing him with a rock. Go. Go. God, I said everything. I know you. It's all in me. Your spirit's in me. I've been writing songs about you all day, God. Sing him one. God, all the time, he's just waiting. David, pick up a rock and throw it. I got you. Just throw it. I need you to throw it. Exercise, it says, prepare your mind for action. David prepared. He showed up with five stones and a slingshot. He didn't show up with nothing in his pocket. He showed up prepared. Prepare your mind. You have to do it. You have to act with the equipping the Lord has equipped you with. It is produced out of you. He produces this in you. So that when the time comes, you can do it. The Holy Spirit wants to work through you. Amen. Boy, that's good. That's a good one. Yeah. I am charged up. I want to get up and I want to go throw something at something. What is my problem? God's bigger. God's equipping me to handle this problem. He's equipping me to be able to walk out of this safe, empowered. First Peter, man, I'm out of time. First Peter 1.14 says, so you must live as God's obedient children. Don't slip back into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires. You didn't know any better then. Live out a life in Christ. Do you remember a few weeks ago? Christ is enough. Your ways, your works aren't enough. The law, knowing the rules, isn't enough. It is Christ in you. It's what he produces in you that's going to position you to win in your argument. I don't mean win the argument. I mean win in the argument. Does that make sense? Listen, winning arguments break marriages every day. Does that make sense? Unfortunately, we get so stubborn that we have to win to the cost of losing the marriage. You win the argument, you lose the marriage. Stupid. Sorry. Pardon my French, but it's dumb. Win in Christ. Win, W-I-N, win in Christ. Live out a life of Christ, a life in Christ, a life full of his spirit according to his word. Walk out that life. Exercise that life. Don't slip back into your old ways. It is such a hard thing to change your way. You marry someone hoping you'll change them. You won't. Changing yourself is hard enough. I'm telling you, I think of the things that 
You have lost me again, but at least you're listening unless you're all joking about something else. But, you know, the, the change that's being called for is you. Make a change. Make a spiritually fit change. Get fit, start exercising your spirit. Get in the word, get in fellowship. Open up a little bit. Um, we, we pray every single week, sometimes for little things, sometimes for things that are so big, it's just unbelievable. But in all things, every single time, the, what the Lord kind of shows me is, this is an opportunity for God to show me how great he is. We come up here battling cancer, we're battling finances, or we're battling a marriage. And you know, as I've told this story so many times, I'm going to tell it again. My little daughter had, at five years old had a motorcycle wreck, hit her head. And I was just, it was my fault. I put her on it like an idiot, like a dummy, running behind her, trying to rip her off while she's screaming, Daddy. And it just breaks my heart to just think about it. She's 13 now. Driving her to the hospital, and all I could say was, God, here's a chance for you to show me how great you are. Things could go so bad, but they're not going to because I serve a great God. What are you facing? He can save you from it. He can save you from it. But even though I wasn't a doctor, I had no ability to help her. The ability that I did have was to pray and to war in the spirit for her and not stop. That was my only part. That may seem like such a minor part. And really, in the scope of God saving my child, it's so minor. But it's, it's a part it's a part that the Word of God says that we have to do. We, we have to slay that giant. God's given us the victory. Go get it. And let me tell you, in the midst of her having MRIs and CAT scans and everything, I didn't feel like I was winning. I felt like I was losing. But my hope had to be in Christ there was no hope laying on that table. My hope had to be in Christ. What are, what are you battling? Get your focus off of that and get it on to God. Let him deal with that. You can't fix it anyway. He can fix it through you. Sometimes he'll fix it because you're engaged, engaged with him. That's such a cool word, engaged. He'll do it through someone else, but he'll do it. He wants to save you. He wants to rescue you. He wants to love on you. He's perfect in all of his ways. He's perfect in all of his ways. You guys stand up with me. I want to encourage you. Don't go through another week the same. Do something different. Get in the word. Get some worship music. Get something that's stirring up the word of God in your spirit, in your mind, in your heart. And as you get the word in, in your heart, act on it. Try to find some pieces in the word that you can say, okay, I can do that. Let's try to do that today. Let's try to give a little bit of kindness, a little bit of gentleness. Let's try to have a little bit of self-control. And let me tell you, be praying. Get your mouth shut and pray and then respond. Father, in Jesus' name, I just ask you, Lord, just to help us. 
Some of the things that, Lord, you've led us to tonight are big and, Lord, seem overwhelming. And, Lord, they are. They're, they're real. But, Lord, you're real. And, Lord, the, the wind and the storm knows your name. And, Lord, when you speak to that storm, it calms. I thank you, Lord. I just ask you right now that as this church body begins to seek you, that you give them those words to speak to calm the storm. Lord, we are looking for you in our life. But Lord, we're going to make the first move. You've already made the first move. But Lord, our move is to, is to seek you first and your kingdom and your righteousness. And all these things will be added unto us. Help us, Lord. Give us victory this week. I just ask for testimony after testimony between tonight and Sunday of what you've done. You are so good. We are going to get, we are going to exercise our faith. Thank you, Lord. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Have a great week. Want to be, I want to tell you all next, not this Sunday night, but next Sunday night is going to be our uh, Thanksgiving uh, church-wide meal. Go ahead and be getting ready for that. Love for your family to come. Just would love for you all to be there. Sign up online. I think we may have sign-ups outside. But be getting ready for that. We're expecting a huge group of people uh, and be, uh, for us to be able to serve you guys some great food. Amen? God bless you. Y'all have a great week.